When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Great to be with you. Redemption Thursday. Here we go. Good week last week trying to keep it going. We've had a hard time stringing weeks together. We'll make it happen this time around. We hope. We hope. I'm Jeff. That's Tom. Director Matthew in the house. Appreciate all you joining us. And uh, by the way, on Twitter, it's at Show. You know, I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign today, Tom, that I immediately sat down this morning and um, took a good look at the games to uh, put in the slate here, to put on the on the docket, as I like to say, for our redemption picks. They just jumped off the page. You know, sometimes when you look at the lines, Ooh. I never know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. Because there have been times when I looked at it and went, oh, this I, I got 25 games. This I, I can't wait to bet all these games. And then there's times where I'm like, I don't like any of them. Not one. And I know that's not true. There's got to be some good games in there. I'm just not looking at it the right way. This time around this morning, 10 picks just like, I had to, I had to shoot picks away. Can't get you in today, guys. Sorry, little, there's only 10. A little pick triage. Yeah. So my thing is now, I mean, I'd I, I, I like to think it's a good week. But, you know, I went 7-3 and three last week, or 8-3 and three actually, if we counted the extra game that I won on a Wednesday with a reschedule where I took the under. Uh but I don't know. Now, now I'm a little uneasy. I'm a little. I'm just a. I'm a little leery. I kind of think that 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 weary, leery nervousness that I feel also applies to our game against Clemson. I, you know, you always ask me as the week goes on, do I have a feeling one way or the other? Did something happen? Could be. Rooted in fact could be something that matters, that is a real thing, like, oh, I looked at this number, or I see a matchup that we can exploit, or that will be exploited against us, or whatever it might be, right? Other times, it's sort of a general feeling. I, it, none of them have been good this week. They've all been like, yeah, I hope we don't get our ass beat. That That's kind of the feel wow. I have right now. We haven't yet. Florida State doesn't get its ass kicked. Right. So... That would be a function of the back-to-back-to-back weeks? Yeah, it would be the function of uh, two things. Um, yes, the the third game in a series of really big games against good teams, two of which we've lost already, and this is the best team of that grouping. <laughs> and then, B, I think I, I just not being healthy at a during a week in which Clemson gets everybody back. They, they, they get all of their defensive linemen back. Breezy's back. They get the, the secondary is back. I mean, the guys that didn't play against Wake, who got lit up, are all on the bench this week. It's, it, they have their corners. They have their safeties. They have their defensive line. It's the first time that's true for Clemson in three weeks. Of course they come back now. 
I read all the Clemson stuff this morning and again last night. All that stuff. Like, yep, yep, he's back. He's back. Like, Dabo was downright giddy about all the guys they got coming back this week. I went, damn it, man. Bring on the rust. They're going to be rusty. Okay, see, there it is. That's what I need. I need to find a different way to view their return. They're rusty. There it is. <laughs> Latch your hopes on to rust. I don't know, man. I don't like it. I don't like it. Because when we do that, if we say, you know, Jakai's back and he looks like he shot out of a cannon, we don't account for rust. We just talk about how fast he looks. I'm really- That's correct. A hundred percent. Offense is diff- different. Offense okay. is different. And if we get Fabian back, that's different, too. Oh, man. That's another thing. We don't know. Yeah. It's we hard. Don't, we don't know. That would make this a no-touchy game until closer yeah. to kickoff. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if at all. Let me tell you this. I, I took Clemson when the number was like six, five and a half. I can't believe it's gone down. Vegas knows. Vegas had an inkling, and they got it right about the North Carolina State game last week where it opened at five and a half and it crept down to two and a half. Florida State still covered. Yeah, I just took uh, NC State to win the game. Oh, well. <laughs> is that your no card over there, sir? I don't see I, why you're holding I, it. I'm picking Clemson to win the game, too, this week. Mm. I'm not allowed to pick against us? I don't think so. I think I am, man. I, I, I don't see it. One day you're wearing burnt orange, the next day you're picking against the Knolls. What kind of show is this? What is this? Oh, it was my appreciation of the Texas color scheme. That's what it was. I was just a big fan of the Texas color scheme. No, I. Uh, it, it is frustrating because I know how this works. I get that, you know, if you don't win it, the fan base is going to go into the bye week feeling awful. Just, you know, it will fester. We'll spend two weeks sniping each other online, everybody getting angry with one another. The outrageous will have the loudest voice in the room, which is kind of the case most of the time, anyhow, in the case of social media, but they definitely will this week if uh, Florida State falls. Picks. Oh, all right. You ready to get to them? Oh, buddy. Penn State plus seven versus Michigan. I like Penn State to maybe win the game outright, brother. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. If I were released early, and I'd say wrong team's favorite. This brought to you by our friends at Metro Deli. And as they say, I don't see not, why not. That's right. Tennessee plus 7.5 against Alabama. I think that atmosphere is going to be incredible. Should be a fun game to watch. And even if Bryce is back, and I think he is, I think Tennessee is really good on offense. I think they'll hang in there. I think they'll just hang around. I, I'm not picking them to win outright. I wouldn't be shocked. But seven and a half is juicy. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Syracuse minus three and a half against NC State. The kid that they rolled out there, a quarterback that came in against us, they didn't trust to uh, throw a forward pass um, more than once. I think it's going to be kind of important that uh, they do that against Syracuse, and I'm not sure I trust it. Yeah, one of the interesting things there, I looked at the total because I thought, oh, man. Low scoring? Yeah, because, I mean, look at the path for NC State, and their hopes aren't technically completely dashed yet, so you might get a spirited effort from the defense. This has to be 20-17, to and lo and behold, I looked at the total and it was 40. So Vegas understands that if NC State has a path to victory, it's because the race is to 20 or 21 points. Yeah, yeah. I took Syracuse minus three and a half. I took Maryland minus eleven and a half against Indiana. Uh, that Maryland team's better than I gave them credit for early in the season, and um, 
that game against Michigan really stood out to me, where they did a lot more well than I anticipated. So that's a bad Indiana team. Moreover, Indiana is beat up. Got some injuries at wide receiver, so I think they're going to have a hard time scoring as well. I gave the 11.5 there. Surprised to see BYU and Arkansas as a pick as beat up as Arkansas is. I took BYU to win the game as a pick <laughs> Big silly. <laughs> Uh, I took Tulane to beat USF. Um, I'm going to get air cups. I tend to look at USF as a way to make money. They, um, they're not well coached. So does Michael Kelly. They don't play, they don't play well. Uh, they had that outlier of a game against the University of Florida when Anthony Richardson was hurt, but uh, uh, I don't see it. I like Tulane to win the game by more than 12. Speaking of uh, the Gators, I took them against LSU. Interesting. Mm-hmm. What's this about? LSU's relative health? LSU's relative health, and their offense is just ass. LSU's about to fall off a cliff here. I don't see it. I like uh, Florida to win the game. And I'll easily give the three there. I took Clemson against Florida State, gave the three and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. I, I mean, listen, buddy, where my mouth is. Yeah, that's right. Adazio's got it right. Yeah, he's mad at me. He's mad at me. You guys can all be mad at me. I owe it to you, though. Dill Dad was in there right away when he saw Tulane versus USF. Sound the alarm. <laughs> he did. He did. Uh, yeah. Purdue is going to hammer Nebraska. Oh, okay. This is the inside track here. I like this. So Nebraska's offensive line can't block you, me, and Director Matthew. Uh, Purdue, who's usually noted for being very good on offense, is actually carried by their defensive line this year. So that's a problem. (laughs) That is a problem when you have a offensive line that can't block you, me, and Director Matthew going against a defensive line that is one of the better defensive lines in the Big Ten, which is saying something because the Big Ten has some good defensive lines, I'll take Purdue and I'll lay it. I can feel it all the way down <laughs> I said before the year started, Nebraska Lions get some special treatment. Yeah. And that one, I like that one right there. Nice little penultimate pick. Mm. And then finally, Southern Cal. Getting three and a half against Utah. My Utes are broken. My Utah team is broken. They, the things that I could rely on from them in weeks and years past, I have not been able to rely on them for this year. It started with the first game of the season. And they've just steady let me down repeatedly. I'm done with them. More like Cam falling. Mm, nicely played. I'm just done with them. And you know why? It's not Cam rising. Not Cam rising or Cam falling. It's none of that. It's their defense. Where's the defense, Utah? Come on, baby. This is what you guys do. You know, I had them last year. They won me a lot of money. I told all of you to take them to win the Pac-12 last year before the season began, and we won together if you did that. We we went down that road together, and we celebrated my foresight. But this year, it ain't the same team. Too many guys. That's it. That's all. I'm taking Southern Cal plus three and a half. This will be the week Utah shows up and pastes USC. So I don't like this either because anybody who's ever gambled anything on a table game, sports gambling, you name it, sometimes there's sticker shock. Immediately you place your bet or your poker chip Mm -hmm. on the table. That three and a half seemed weird, didn't it? And you go, that wasn't right. And it's too late. All bets are final. (laughs) 
the, the pit boss, yeah, you know, you know, tell, like, oh, the yeah. table guy is like, oh, bets are final. Yeah. And you go, that was wrong. Should have bet it on red, not on black. I'm going to lose this one. I say that because I look at your slate and I like them all. You like all 10? I did. That's a problem. Oh, we got death. I know. We got death amongst us here in the gambling world. That is a problem. So what do you or, do with that? Or we go nine and one. <laughs> that's right. I mean, you, you and know, we celebrate we on ce- Sunday. That's right. That's what we do. We go get that victory on a Saturday, celebrate on a Sunday, and then because we're not chasing, we throw it all away on our NFL bets. The Sabbath cash out day. Let's go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm fresh off a four team money line parlay victory last week in the NFL. I, I, I you know, that's the, that's the betting gods going. Come on back in, Jeffy. See, it's not all bad. Let's Your instincts him, were correct. Let's give him a morsel, a little morsel Let's here. let him have that four-team money line Oh, you got us, Jeff. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Can't believe it. Well, if you think about that four-team money line parlay, it's absurd. Even the phrase is. Well, it's a beautiful thing. But listen to what's so weird about that. I had the Vikings over the Bears. They're up 21-3. to The next time I look up is 22-21 Bears. I'm like, all right, first of all, that Bears team may be one of the worst collection of offensive players I've ever seen. Yeah, They're awful. They played 30 minutes. The Vikings said, I watched that game, and then they said, "We're that's enough. We're done. They just decided not Wrong. to play. So I'm like, really? The Vikings are going to lose at home to the Bears? This is what's going to happen? But then the Vikings won. They pulled it out. Great last drive. Okay, got that one. Took the Jets against Miami, which you were impressed by. I, I took that against my mom as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, I'm on the Jets. The Jets are good, by the way. They're, they're a legit good team. Well, and the bridge is, you know, that helped. Yeah, but no I... No bridge. But I, I actually think that uh, the Jets will probably beat Green, Green Bay this weekend. So Ooh, just, just as an aside. Right. Yeah, advance notice. Yeah, but, but anyhow, point would be, I like that Jets team. I think they're good. They've got good young weapons. They're fun to watch, and they're, they're coming on. They're well coached, too. So I had that one, and that worked out really well. That was an ass beating. That didn't. I it never was. had. I never had to stress uh, was, uh, that. Roller right? sk- uh, not roller skates. Rocking chair. Yeah, that was a rocking chair cover right there. Just money line. All I had to do was win. It was easy. All right, got that. But then I had Kansas City over the Raiders, and the freaking Raiders get out to a seventeen to nothing lead. That's the final leg of the money line parlay. I'm like, so the Chiefs, who can do no wrong, seemingly every week, are going to play this game and look this bad. But then they roared back. And held on for dear life. Thank God two receivers ran into each other looking like buffoons. It was a beautiful thing. So I had that, got it, covered it. And then my other one uh, was, uh, what was it? It was a winner. That's what it was. It was a winner. Oh, it was Philadelphia who tried to screw me as well. Because that's a terrible Arizona team. There's no excuse for Philadelphia half-stepping with that game. Like, what are we doing going to overtime? Thank God that backup kicker is terrible. Was that the 4 o'clock window? That was uh, oh, yeah. yeah, that was a late game. That's why I don't remember that game. That was old nappy time. Uh, that was a late game. It was a great game. It turned into a great game. Didn't need to be that way. I need Philadelphia. I texted him. I was like, it was his fault. I was like, get your team going here. What How are we about doing? the four o'clock headliner this week? You oh, got- Buffalo, Kansas City. Yes. Forget about it. We we this was the game. A year ago that we talked about and how excited we were. Remember that? We were like, oh, you can't ask for anything better than this. And it lived up to it. Oh, yeah. And then some. One of the great playoff games One of the history. greatest games ever. It was like, we and we knew it. We were saying in the moment, this has all the makings of an all-time great game. And then that happened. That incredibleness. Well, here you go again. I mean, that ha- this has the makings of an, a fantastic game, which means we're going to be sitting there going, how is this 3 to nothing in the third quarter? Now, I mean, you know, I, I doubt that. But I'm just saying, it, usually when you really think you know something, it's it, that, that happens. 
I don't know, to bring it on home, the status of Fabian Lovett. And he is somebody that I think if Florida State's to win this game, he's going to have to play. Because I, I don't – we've been beat up behind him. The players, the caliber of players behind him are not him. Yeah. And they've been playing hurt and getting more hurt as the season goes on. Or banged up is a better way of saying it. And if you don't have Fabian back, you need him back almost just for depth reasons beyond yeah. the fact that he's really talented. Right, even if it's a pitch count. You yes, get, you know, even if give it's me twenty reps, thirty snaps, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, all on first down, and mm. then you can move to second <laughs> yeah. down if you need it. Don't need you out there on third unless it's third and short. How about fourth and goal from the one? Could use you there. Oh well, let's not let him get to the one, Tom. I mean, no, nobody needs one. that. <laughs> we don't need all that. Well, we've done a good job on three downs if it's fourth and goal from the one. Yeah, uh, I, I just I don't see the. I, I tried to. You and I talked yesterday. We played golf yesterday. Had a great time. You you were great. By the way, everybody, Tom Wang shot in the seventies yesterday. Hey, throwing your business out on Front Street yeah, right there, buddy. Right. But it's for good reason. You played great. Uh, we play we played till it was pitch dark out. Everybody, it was good times. But uh, anyhow, the point would be, um, had to take a lost ball because of darkness on eighteen. Yeah, it's frustrating. Well. I would love to know where that ball is because mm-hmm. when we came, I think I know, but we could not. It was dark. Yeah, it was pitch yeah. black. We couldn't see. I probably had a 100 in off of a tree, but it was – the tree is in the way. <laughs> I mean, the tree is like in – it's in the path You'd have been to right. the green. You'd, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's up and down for par yeah, all day, baby. You, you would have, well, the way you were playing yesterday, for sure. Instead, it's a double. A little dubsky. And you still shot in the 70s with a double. Yeah. So what I'm telling you is we were both we were both balling. We were doing some good things. Anyhow, to the we, younger gentlemen who were in front of us, move! Yeah, man. Go faster. You got to play faster than that, guys. Fools. It, it, the deal is this. If you're not any good, that's fine. Like, I'm not trying to judge you here. I'm not a great golfer. I shot in the 80s yesterday, though. Felt pretty good about that. Yeah. Um, front Street again. There's a lot of good things going on Front Street. A lot of good things happening out here. I uh, I, I know this. We're sitting there, and, uh, and, and those guys uh, – couldn't play, and and there were three of them, and there were two of us, and you know, come on, man, here's the deal, you got a guy thought he could get home on a par five from three fifty. He, <laughs> he was waiting for the green to clear He's from three fifty, but I think he was hitting an iron. Like, man, you ain't, you're not gonna get it there, buddy. <laughs> you're not gonna get it. All there. right, let's set an over under for Florida State to tie it back home. Over, uh, well, what what's the higher total? More practice swings for that shot <laughs> from that guy. <laughs> Or Jordan Travis incompletions. Hey. Or Jordan Travis incompletions on Saturday. Oh, jeez. I don't, that guy had a lot of practice. It was weeks. in the teens. It was definitely in the teens. In the teens. Yeah, he had to have been exhausted by the time he hit it. So Jordan Travis will have, okay, 13 and a half. Over under Jordan Travis incompletions at 13 and a half. Taking the over, taking the under. Well, I, I'm trying to think of the game plan here. There are going to be a lot of, sh- in my estimation, yep. mm-hmm. there will be a lot of short passes, so those should be completions. So, so I'll that, say under 13. And that right? means that you're going to get into the yeah. 30s of pass attempts, right? Yeah, yeah. Easily? Yeah, so I think he goes like 20 of 30. Okay. Is 20 of 30? 23 of 34. Is 23 of 34 good enough to win the football game, do you think? I don't. I think that's got to be more like 26 of 34, 27 to 34. Yeah, it's um, it's a tough call. I, I I think that he will complete a high percentage of passes. I'm most assuredly going with the under on this because, uh, in my mind, they're going to throw the quick game 
mm-hmm. all night. I long. mean, that's what that's kind of what you have to. That's do. what the tape suggests you do, especially if you're going to get Breezy back. And well, yeah. and 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 Johnny Wilson can really block, mm-hmm. and I need him to here. And all those guys care to block, which is very important. And they better actually. Let this is a good talking point. This is uh, the path to victory for Florida State, which I'm not picking them to win because I, I, I think there's too much to overcome here, but. Let's talk about that because I do think there is a path to victory. We'll do that next. Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find Find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. TV. Jeff Kimber Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Welcome in Redemption Thursday. We're talking about a path to victory, Florida State, who is uh, an underdog here by just the three and a half. I feel like it should be a, a greater number uh, for the reasons that I gave at the outset, which is that uh, we don't know, we're not so certain just yet uh, who who's in and who's out for Florida State from a health standpoint. And we do know Clemson got uh, all of their missing players back, uh, unfortunately, just in the nick of time for this game. Uh, two of those on the defensive line. One of those is a absolute beast and first-round pick. Uh, they also got two starting safeties back and a starting cornerback. It's a little frustrating. Would have been nice if they could have been out like they were against Wake Forest for us, but, hey, that's the way it works. Hopefully, we, we too are talking about all the guys we got back. But I think it's to spread them out. And maybe do the unthinkable. Kind of forego the, the run and throw the ball. I think you have to throw to run no matter what you, you want to do overall. You're saying you might not even bother. It might be the ultimate counterpunch to run. Well, you, you got to do some things to keep them honest. And, you know, you're going to sprinkle it in there. Things yeah. like that. Draws and stuff like that in there. And in sort of uh, misdirection stuff. Uh, yeah, you're going to do it. It, it. It's the basis for this offense. We know that they, they're a run-first offense. Yeah. But I'm conceding here something they probably won't be willing to concede. Uh, and I don't know if I were a coach, I'd be willing to concede it either because my mindset would be very different um, on the field every day. But I, I'm kind of conceding we can't block them. Here's an interesting question, at least to me. Personnel groupings, when they go empty, mm-hmm. do you have to have a tight end on the field in that circumstance? Have we run five wide in an empty before this year? I don't know that we have. And I'm not saying that I love without the fourth a tight and, end, Without a tight end? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I know yeah. what they're trying to do. Pre-snap, you're trying to get them to put more linebackers on the field you or whatever. You want to declare, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's fine. But I'm going back in my mind to a couple of these plays, the third, one of the third down drops, and then the, the final interception. I mean, I think Mark Easton's going to be a good player, and he's going to develop over the next couple of years. But does he have to be on the field then? Do you have to have a tight end out there? No. Or could it be... 
you know, Micah and Johnny and Pokey and Deuce and Malik. Could you do that? Mm-hmm. Johnny and Malik are good at blocking. They're going to have to block their ass off this week because we I went, think we're running a ton of quick game. But we ran empty a lot against NC State. We sure did. We yeah. also ran outside zone a lot. Yes. And I don't know if that was a matter of they were worried that they couldn't handle the three three five in terms of the assignments based upon the film they saw against Wake Forest. That's my guess because of what Alex Atkins said two Mondays ago about confusion and being timid. But I thought that was interesting, too. They didn't really run the bread-and-butter running play a lot, especially in that second half. So if you're going to go empty, could you do at least four receivers on the field? I get Toa Feely can catch the ball, and he made a couple of great catches in this game again. Yeah, he's he's really reliable. At, yeah, he is. But I just I wonder for this game if it's better if you're better off putting more receivers on the field and you know having to have a, a tight end out there because we don't feel great about any of them. I mean that Cam McDonald is not out there down the stretch. I don't I don't think he came up lame at any point, did he? Uh, not that I saw. No, I, that's I, a hell I, of a thing. Yeah. Well, he too likes to drop passes and is not a good blocker. So there's all of that. I mean, I have the time. Agreed. But, yeah. I mean, think about that. If you're 87 and in these key moments there's a third down drop and then there's also one of the options, it's a quick out on the interception over the top, it's 85 and not 87. What the hell? What gives? Yeah. It is kind of strange. I don't know if he's – but remember, he came into the season banged up. So, Correct. It's you know, possible. It's, it's entirely it's possible. possible. Yeah, I'm not ruling it out. I don't know. Um, it, it, so, again, that path, getting back to this, that path to victory is the quick game, I think, getting the ball out of Jordan's hands, you know, right here, right now, uh, and and then hoping to, you know, maybe you maybe you, you spring him with a great block. We do have some guys that can really go. Yeah. So maybe maybe somebody makes a house call after a missed tackle and a good block, and the next thing you know, you, you got to hope, I think, early, some good things happen for you, you know, Clemson's got to throw it to us. Somebody's got to put it on the ground, something like that. Maybe you get a big special teams play, whatever it might be. And now all of a sudden you're going into halftime and we got us a game. We got we got a game. And at that point, you know, the team that's supposed to win, that has more on the line, that has more to lose, you, you, can, you can see a tightening factor. It could happen at that point. Clemson is trying to make the college football playoff. They're kind of the team that doesn't go mentioned week to week all that often these days when it comes to the college football playoff. We tend to mention Alabama. We certainly mention Georgia and Ohio State. Clemson used to be yeah. thrown in there all the time with that group, but they had that season that they had a year ago where they were pedestrian. They just still won 10 games, but they were pedestrian. And then I think that carried over reputationally to this season with DJ. But they've got a very good defense, especially now that they're healthy, and he's having a good year. So they're not as dynamic a wide receiver as they once were. So maybe that's why they're getting kind of overlooked in that regard. But my point would be – But he's put it on them. Yes, he has. Quite and, a lot. And my point would be they they think they're a playoff team. They have more to lose here. Florida State is trying to avoid losing three straight games, which is a lot to avoid, but it's not the same as seeing your college football playoff dashed. So maybe you get this thing into the second half at home at night. This place can be amazing. We have been in there and heard this place rock, and we've watched some teams and players wilt under that. We've seen it. Miami, for long stretches last year, came in here and looked absolutely bewildered and befuddled, some of which I think was sort of things are going bad, and they go from bad to worse early in that game, and the fans get into it. Now, they righted the ship and rallied back to take the lead, and then obviously Florida State did what we did on the final drive, which was great, but 
That's what you have to hope for. Can you get it to that point? Can you get them uh, off their moorings? Can you find a way to where all of a sudden it's the yeah. mid-third quarter, they're looking up, and we're tied, and this thing is not going as expected. There's a lot to lose. We're buoyed. The fans carry you over the finish line. It sounds strange to say, but it happens in college football. doesn't really happen all that much in the NFL. Those are pros, pros. They just clock into work and come and go, and we've seen the home field advantage kind of numbers in the NFL they go the way of the dodo they don't really matter much but in college they do a couple of things number one I'd say if you are covering this from a Clemson perspective you're saying that here's your opportunity to show if you're a sleeping giant or if you're just good enough to skate by like what is Clemson because their schedule hasn't been all that daunting when you look at what NC State actually is this season the game that they've played is the Wake Forest game. That's the one. Other than that, they've played either teams that I think are paper tigers, and I think NC State is, and that's that's besmirching us yeah. that we didn't finish the job against that group. And then they're playing you know, the Georgia Techs and Furmans of the world. So if I'm covering it as a Clemson radio person or whatever, I'm saying, are you actually going to be a team that we think, oh, you can win the whole thing? Or are you a team that's going to be a participant in the playoff and you got to get lucky? This weekend can help us find out if we're Clemson people what exactly you are. Because if you can go into that atmosphere in Tallahassee against a much improved Florida State team that's dangerous on offense, and you can hold them down and win that by multiple scores, you've done something now. That's legitimate. You add that to the Wake Forest win, and you've got yourself a resume, a real one. The thing from a Florida State perspective is, and in watching DJ a lot, the only way that he throws it to you is if you pressure him and also you confuse him. And that would mean we would need to do something we haven't shown the ability to do yet, which is mix up those coverages. <laughs> I remember the 2015 game up there, mm -hmm. and it was against Deshaun Watson, and we took the early lead. Remember Dalvin almost got hawked from behind because mm -hmm. he thought there was nobody behind him? Right. That was a Sean McGuire game. Yeah. And um, yeah, we hung in there. That was a uh, we could have won that game. That game plan, I think, was Charles Kelly's best of his career here, mm -hmm. because Boyd. I'm sorry, Boyd. I always do that with Clemson. <laughs> I just love him from 2013, I yeah. guess. But Watson was totally confused. He oh, had no idea what he was looking at. The end of the at. half where he screwed up the, the right. down in time situation. He has no yeah. idea what he's looking at. A masterful job of confusing him. Do we have that capability at all to say, "Holy cow, you fooled him." Because if you can bait him into thinking you're doing one thing, he is predetermined that that is a fact. He's not going to read it out after the snap and say, oh, that's not what's happening. I need to go here with the ball. He'll just cut it loose, and it'll look like a terrible pick. He's only got two of them this year, but the one against Boston College last ugly, week yeah. is he sees it's man, it's not, they disguised it. He had, we a, have, pick, he had a pick six he should have had against, against NC State. State. The kid dropped it's it, the yeah. same thing. It's the same thing where he yeah. predetermines, oh, you're playing off coverage. I've got a hitch I can throw to all day. And the corner's just sitting on it. All he has to do is catch the ball. It's very much a greedy Vance moment. If he does, yeah. he's probably going to score. So can you do that? Because we haven't shown that. If that's cap if that's in us and we show it this weekend, then Adam Fuller, who I think has had a nice year, objectively, he's had a nice year. That'll go to another place and you say, okay, well, now wait a minute. You, we might have somebody That's a here. real big step to take in this moment. Sure. I mean, we have not shown it in any game yet to be able to do that, and now you're going to go to it here against that team. I'd be surprised. Maybe you do it because some things are born out of desperation. And if you do Absolutely. it, if you do it and fail, and you look like clowns, I'm actually not going to be mad if you try it once because that's how you get him to throw you the ball. If you just say line up and man, 
and you play, you, you're going to have to play press. But let's say you don't, and you play off, he'll just throw all day, and it'll be an easy six. You're not going to fool him at that level. You're going to have to do something exotic here to get him to rat trap. The, yeah, there's no evidence, both from the standpoint of what Florida State will run and has run, or from the standpoint of what DJ's done this year on the field that suggests there's going to be this come-to-Jesus moment in which he is absolutely befuddled by Florida State's new defensive formation. Correct. There's no evidence Correct. that that's going to happen. What's more likely to happen <laughs> yes. is that he's going to throw 50-50 balls, which he will, and you win a couple of those. He hasn't lost one yet. They haven't. Throw a, yeah. There hasn't been a game where you go, that's the second pick on a 50-50 shot down the field because he's really good at those throws. But we might have, maybe... A chance to go make a play on it as a safe one of our safeties, or maybe Renardo goes nice. up and makes it. It'd be nice to see it happen, man. It would be nice to see it happen, but I just have not seen the evidence for it up to now. But lots of strange things happen over the course of a long college football season. Plenty of upsets do occur. Players do play over their heads occasionally. Guys play below what the numbers on the back of the baseball card say. Sometimes it happens. So, and, and you know, I saw somebody earlier mention that I. I didn't like our chances to win last week, and I cited specifically Fabian Lovett being out as being a problem. Yeah, I, I think it was in the second half as they ran the football more effectively. NC State did, and it did have an effect on the game, but it wasn't the reason we lost, and I also gave us a chance to win that game. I give us less of a chance to win this game. And again, I'll cite not if Fabian's not playing, and I don't know that to be the case. I don't know. I have not been at practice this week, guys, so I can't tell you. you know, I'm not telling on myself or anything. I haven't seen it. So the feeling I get yeah, I, I, is that he's limited if he plays. Also, I'd say that even if you were at practice this week, you don't know. There's just no way of knowing. Jared Verse, that was a bit of a surprise that he was on a pitch count against Wake Forest. Maurice Smith, nobody thought he was going to play, and then Boomy is available for LSU, media included. Like, oh, really? Yeah. Maurice is going right, to play? Right, Things happen, right. So, yeah, even, it's hard to know. You yeah. know, a lot can happen between Thursday when we're not allowed out there right. and kickoff on Saturday. Well, and so, my suspicion is if he's going to play, it's because something happens today or tomorrow at walkthrough that they go, all right, full yeah. steam ahead. And by the way, uh, you know, when I don't go to practice, I still talk to people who do. So, right. it's not like I'm not informed on this, but. I am saying that if he plays and plays a lot, like the way I think he needs to play for us to have a chance to win the game, I would be surprised. I would be surprised. That's just me. Now, let's hope like hell that he can give it a go because you gave a good example of a time where we didn't think somebody was going to play, and not only did the person play, they played well. So He hasn't come out since. He hasn't come out since, and he's played well. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. okay. He's had a good season. Yeah. You sound less enthused than I did. He has had a good season. No, I didn't mean it that way. Okay, I'm just right. thinking about I'm, this whole segment was predicated on finding a path to victory, and I'm having to have Clemson do a bunch of things wrong. They got a better I, kicker too. BT well, Potter's a good doesn't? kicker. No, but that's the hidden play in the weight game is the fifty whatever yarder yeah, at thirty eight thirty five. He's a really good kicker. He's great. Yeah, Wake's kicker was great. NC State's kicker was really good. Of course too. he was. Of course he was. They're all effing good except for ours. Uh. It's it's just hard to find it, but I've been in Doak a million times. I've seen the magic of a Saturday night in Doak Campbell Stadium. I, I have I I know that's real. It's true of any great program and tradition. When you go to those stadiums, you feel it. 
it's it's you know that's the so-called twelfth man that people talk about with Seattle and Texas A&M stole it and all that. But I mean, or vice versa. But whatever. The point would be that exists at all great programs in, that have cachet and big stadiums and rabid fan bases. It exists, and you you walk in, you're like, ooh, it's on tonight, you know, and and you feel that. So you know, get some things going right for you early. Upsets happen. We've provided some of them. I mean, you know. I think back to that North Carolina game here a couple years back, and we get the you know, Kando interception. He walks into the end zone on just a dreadful decision. Yeah. And, um, you know, we had to hold on for dear life, and luckily there was a bunch of drops and all that stuff. But that's the recipe, right? It's that you get out to a lead, they feel a little bit overwhelmed, rat trap a little bit themselves, kind of scrambling. You know, players play above their heads. They feed off the energy. They, they begin to believe and the next thing you know, yeah. it's the fourth quarter and you're up seven. You're like, come on, baby, we can do this. One of the most ridiculous game plans ever. Everybody's running all over us. We're going to throw it with Michael Carter and Javante Williams. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Feel free. Keep firing. See how that works. Well, they should have won, though. <laughs> Even still, <laughs> I but, I mean, I know they should be up by 20 at halftime. Thanks, Mac. Yeah, man. So it's just. I don't like having to rely on... I think you feel worse now. You try to give yourself a path, and you're like, nope. Well, it just one. was a very limited path. I like <laughs> options. This is what I tell my kids about it's grades. It's like doing a cave tour, and you yeah, have to... I want oh, options. The claustrophobia of going through the caves. I tell my kids about school, that you have to do a lot of the busy work, You know, a lot of the things that you think is are busy work that's just nonsense. You're right. You're not wrong. But you have to do it. That's the way it works. We all did. And one of the reasons you have to do it is you do the things that you have to do so you can do the things that you want to do. That's how life works, right? And so that is in part by getting good grades and doing busy work, giving you options. And we all want options. You don't want to be told there's a singular way you have to do this thing. You would like 50 choices. I want choices. Well, when we sit here and try to navigate the path to victory, I don't see a lot of choices. I just see a lot of... Please, maybe, will you? Yeah, but it's not as hopeless as this matchup was last year. Or do yeah. you do you feel that well, you feel they, it's akin to last remember year? Remember last year? Though last year they were they were bad on offense. Clemson was bad on offense last year. I understand. And we had Jermaine so, Johnson. Okay, so you feel that the margin? No, we're a better team than we were last year. It's just from a matchup standpoint, the timing of this game. The kid at quarterback played awful last year for them. He's playing really well this year. DJ's been good this year, period. That's full stop. We don't have to, like, I keep hearing, well, no, he's played well, period. So, yeah, man, I, 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 it is harder for me to see it. Now, if we're healthy, it changes everything. I'm not, the, the, personnel matters. Look, we keep, you know, you can't, people will say, well, that's an excuse. Everybody's hurt right now. Get the hell out of here with that nonsense. Use reason. If you've got five players that are starters and they're out, that's a problem. That's a reason that you could lose a game. It's not an excuse. It's a reason. Let's see who plays. Is And and those that do, are they healthy? If the answer is yes, okay, all right. You could, you could have a game well, here. You at could least have Jer a game Jared Verse is going to be a part of it. Yeah, and he's got to wreak havoc. He has got to wreak havoc. And he could. He could. He's and Patrick been, Payton now. Yeah. Now, listen, Payton's coming into his own now. He still needs to add some weight, but he's a nice player. And obviously, you watch what's going on here with um, Jared Verse and, and his relative health. But he got dinged again last week, and so he, did. he, he was just, scared. He yeah, thought, "Well, that scared the hell out of him." Yeah, he got bit back. But but here's the thing: that is also probably the way what I would do if I were Clemson. He got scared because he got chipped. 
He was engaged and he got chipped. Well, that's what you do to a guy who's wreaking havoc on you. I'm sure they will. <laughs> I mean, that is you know, because I think he could win that matchup. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And he's a very good player. Their line is better, but I don't know how much better. Yeah, it's better. Last year's line was not good. That's another reason I felt better. <laughs> I don't think they're world beaters, though. No, they're not a dominant offensive line, but they're not bad. They were bad last year. We first guessed that before the season. I was yep. talking about their offensive line having problems mm-hmm. all year long. And oh, I did. remember smiling about yeah, it. Yeah. Tell me more. So I'm giving you this offensive line right up last year, and then we didn't know Jermaine Johnson was going to be a first-round pick. Those are all avenues by which that game was close. I think Jared Verse, a fully healthy version of Jared Verse, is close to making that kind of announcement that he's on the level with Jermaine Johnson. I don't think that's just Todd McShay or Mel Kuyper saying that for, you know, uneducated reasons, which they do a lot. They do a lot. Yeah, but, I, that. but, but uh, he's but a different kind of player, though. He is, but, I mean, think back to the LSU game. He's everywhere. He's everything. And I get that offensive line is probably worse than Clemson's offensive line, and they were more healthy that night than they are at present at mm-hmm. LSU. Mm-hmm. But what Jared did in limited reps against Wake caught my eye. That's a veteran front. Those dudes have been playing together since 1974. And he's throwing guys back five and six yards the first plays out there without being at full strength. Yeah. There's something you know, that works there now. He's a player now. Don't get me wrong. I got you there. I think that's the path. That's He's got to have a game. He's got to have one of those games where we end up talking about it. The way we talk about Jermaine Johnson against Miami or the way we, you know, like the games where they, that dude is taking this game over. They can't stop him. And that's the weakness for DJ that has not happened a lot because right. of the strength of that schedule. His numbers against pressure plummet. Yeah. Plummet. Yeah. But he hasn't been under pressure a whole lot this season. And if you can get the pressure without the extra bodies committed to a rush, that's basic football. There's another aspect to this game. It's on the other side of the ball where we started with the conversation and it had to do with Jordan Travis. I'll, I'll expound upon that as well. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Just over here beating the hell out of the mic as we come back on the air. I need my man, Jordan Travis. <laughs> it looked like you were gathering yourself, so no, I no, bought no. it back up Orange Crush. No, no, no. It's a great song, but no. I was uh, gathering myself to talk about the game I need Jordan Travis to have. He's got to be great. He's got to be great this Nothing weekend. short of it. Yeah, he's got to be great this weekend. But, you know, we, we yelled about it last week. We said, my man, utilize that gift. You've got ability to really run. You do. I mean, there are mobile quarterbacks, and then there's you. And uh, that's a special talent that very few have to that extent at that position. When you get into games like this where it's tough sledding, your offensive line is at a disadvantage against their defensive line, period. You've got to make them, force them, to play honest, and you can do that by changing the math and running with your quarterback. And I would have a whole bunch of designed quarterback runs for Jordan Travis. I would also, you know, when you're having the conversation, you know, an install and film review, and you're talking about where our mind needs to be for this game. What, what are the points of emphasis? What are the areas that we're attacking? This is a conversation about, yeah, man, you can take off. I'm not going to second-guess you. Now, don't get happy feet. I mean, let a play develop, and if you've got time, step up and make the throw, of course. But 
you're going to have considerably less time this go right, around, Jordan, right. and understand that the clock has to be sped up. Right. Second and six is not bad if you've got to run for four and slide. It's, that's correct. Yeah, no problem. It's a win. Yeah. When we did the watch along, how many times did I say there's another loss on first down for Florida State? Yeah. I mean, it felt that's, like I was a broken record all night long. Second well, and 10, second and 11, thing. second and 9. And it didn't matter what the pre-snap read was if you're counting because they had late pressures. And I saw the stat yesterday from an uh, analyst group. I think it's CB, CFB Film Room. Mm-hmm. 81% of the plays, Florida State's running backs got were contacted at or behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, 81% get, of our to, running plays. That'll hurt your feelings. So it doesn't matter if they got six. Yeah. Stop it. But that's the also the argument against the empties. When I'm talking about going empty – is if you want Jordan to be able to run on design runs, you got to have a running back there well, for a read option yeah, as uh, your base. It's yeah. got to be part of the base. As a design run, that is true. But I'm telling him to be uber-aggressive yeah. on the decision-making sure. to yeah. run. Flush. So, yeah. yes, you, you, you are free. Look like last year's version of yourself <laughs> in that sense. You know? Yeah, go, baby. I know you could get through progressions. Right. Today's not that day. No, you've told everybody. You've shown it. You've put it on film. It's right. on film. We've right. seen it. You can do it. There were questions coming into this year about that, and I get that you have to do that. You have to, especially if you have desires, aspirations to play in the NFL. You do have to show it. Yeah, but if you have those aspirations, it's not solely because you could. You're too small. They don't want you as a pocket passer. They need you as a combo threat. That's they the, need you as Jalen Hurts. Yes, they needed to see that you were capable of going through your progressions. You've shown it in spades. I don't need to see it anymore. Go, in this game, go. Sit in the pocket and read the defense and take your time against Georgia Tech. Not here. Hour number two, forthcoming. Stay with.